0: Welcome, my beloved friends and family. Welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, giving you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And I promise you, beloved, I'm giving you something more to think about today. Our subject is the rapture. Is it The rapture or the capture? You'll be the one to decide. I'm going to give you scripture. I've done research. I'm going to give you facts. And you decide. Whether it's rapture or capture. All right, let's pray first. Oh, Heavenly Father, Yahuwah. Thank you so much for entrusting me to shepherd your chosen few. Father, I submit my mouth, my heart, my everything to you, my soul, my body, my mind, everything to you. Use me. Use me like your instrument. Wear me like gloves and, or your sandals. Wear me like a jewel in your crown. Help me to give your word to teach the truth. Or to give them something more to think about, something more than what they've been getting before, because you are the truth, Yahusha. When we call Jesus, you are the truth, and you are the only way. So I submit my everything to you. Set a watch, O oh, Yah, before my mouth, and guard the door to my lips. Search me, Baba Yahua, Heavenly Father, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there's any wicked way or any wrong thing in me and lead me in the way everlasting so that you can use me. Make me usable and useful to you today and make me a barakah, a blessing to your lovely children that you have here, your chosen few. And I pray all this in the name of your beloved son, in the name of salvation, Yahusha, whose name means salvation. He who is called by most today, Jesus. He's the Messiah and he's called Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, praise be unto you, Yah. all oh, Praise be unto you. Hey, hallelujah. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh. All right, beloved. Now, I know this is a touchy subject. Most most Christians, a lot of Christians, they want to fight you about the rap their rapture. This is something I started studying in the late 90s, mid mid to late 90s. But let me just go on and give you what I have, the like guess it the research, the facts, the scriptures, and you decide. I want to start by asking you: is there really a rapture? Are Christians going to fly away? when the real trouble on the earth starts? Speaking of the tribulation, is there a pre-rapture and a post-rapture? Or is this the biggest lie ever and trick of the enemy that is causing many Christians to become lazy in the scriptures by not trying to understand the book of Revelation? Because they believe they will be gone and there will be no need to understand that book in the Bible. These are questions I'm asking you. Now let me start with some facts. Documented facts. You can research You Check me out. Don't just believe me. The rapture theory did not exist before the 19th century. Did you know that? It didn't exist before the 19th century. In fact, it didn't exist before about 1820 or so. It, it There was no doctrine, no theology of the rapture before then. Where did this theory begin, this doctrine or this theology? Was it in Jerusalem, which be Jerusalem, when our Savior walked the earth? Or was it when musha called moses or abraham or was it was it when they lived no the rapture theory and theology it began in scotland with a teenage girl who was an invalid by the name of margaret mcdonald she was about between anywhere between 13 16 13 15 she was a teenager Margaret Macdonald. Listen to me. It began in Scotland with a teenage girl who was invalid by the name of Margaret McDonald. You can research this and find this out. She claimed to have had a vision of a pre-tribulation rapture. And in that vision, she, saw, she said she saw Jesus come and take the church out of the earth and bring them into heaven. I, I believe she. it said that she had two visions of this. Now, she told it to a priest, a Catholic priest who latched onto it. And a little later, it made its way to a pastor. They referred to him as Reverend Darby, famous pastor. Darby was one of the founders of the Plymouth Brethren denomination, aka also known Assemblies of Brethren in the 19th century and he took a liking to this doctrine and made the assumption that this theology was correct and then he started preaching it this would have probably come and gone with just a few with just a few that had adopted to this new doctrine except darby took his gospel of the rapture to the us He then introduced it to the Billy Graham of his day, Dwight L. Moody. Now Moody being the founder of the Moody Bible Institute and printing became the disseminator or shall I say the one to spread this pre-tribulation rapture theory doctrine worldwide. Before that, it was unknown in the U.S. These are facts. After being introduced in American novels, after being introduced in America, novels were being written like um, Jesus is coming and others. No, this was before the Left Behind series. You know, they started writing novel- novels, you know, and people read the book, and, oh, it's true, it's true. All right. Then the Schofield Reference Bible created by C.I. Schofield came up with the idea. I mean, they they adapted to this rapture theory and then came up with the idea to not just have a reference Bible, but he would put headings in the Bible text, which was not in the original scripture, beloved. Headings like Jesus predicts the rapture that was never in the scripture and also having study notes at the bottom of the page to back up his own personal input. And now uninformed Christians can say there is a rapture. Look, it's right here in my Bible. It's one of the headings in Matthew chapter 24. Because it is written in their Bible. It has been printed in their Bibles. See, but then not knowing this was inserted in their Bible. There is no place in Scripture where Yahusha, called Jesus, predicts the rapture. It's just not in there. This is now, what we're talking now, this is now the earlier part of the 20th, 20th century. And then a lay theological movement in the 1920s, decided they needed to put the stamp of approval and make this pre-tribulation rapture, doctrine, and theology a sure thing with scholarly support. So now you have the Dallas Theological Institute founded in the 1920s by a Presbyterian minister supporting it. And uh, by the way, you heard me mention, I said, this is now, this was the um, 20th century and a lay theological movement in the 1920s decided to put their approval on it to make this um, well known. Well, a lay theologian is a theologian who is not ordained or has not been trained as a theologian. Many who are regarded as lay theologians have advanced degrees in other academic disciplines like branch of knowledge. Like they're very smart, they're very intelligent, and they have de- degrees, but not in theology. You know, they're intellects. So, but these are the ones who decided to put their stamp of approval on it, and the pre-tribulation rapture doctrine, make it a sure thing. Okay, all right, and um, so now you have two seminary, two theological seminaries, one in Chicago and one in Dallas, both supporting this doctrine and printing it in Bibles. Many of the Dallas Theological Institute presidents wrote novels to promote their doctrine, like Armageddon, East Oil, and of course, the well-known Left Behind series. Beloved, for 1,800 years of church history, nobody believed this rapture theory, or taught this theology, or even interpreted scripture in this way. Let's read. Let's go to some scripture. Let's read Matthew 24, verses 37 through 39. I'm reading from the NKJV. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be, For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the son of man be. I'll read that 39 again. And did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the son of man be. His coming will be the same. Now let's read Matthew 24, 40 through 44. Then the two men, two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your master, Bible says, Lord, is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Beloved. I want to go back to this again i saw i read it twice and did not know until the flood came and took them away the flood came and took them away okay and then you read in matthew two men will be in the field one will be taken the other left (laughs) the women grinding one will be taken and the other left beloved the only one survived during noah's time and the flood were the eight Adamic souls, Noah and his family, the ones that were left behind. The ones that were left. All of those that were taken died. I just read the scripture, t- scripture to you again. And when Noah say, until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. I don't know about you. But I want to be left behind. I do not want to be taken. One taken and one left. It absolutely does not mean we will be raptured out of here. The word rapture is not in the Bible, not in Scripture. First of all, we will be changed into our spiritual body when Yahusha, the Messiah, the one who's called Jesus, who's called the Christ, returns at the seventh trump. Note that at the seventh trump, we also know from 1 Corinthians that flesh and blood cannot enter heaven, right? Flesh and blood cannot enter heaven. That lets us know we have to be changed from our flesh body into a spiritual body. Okay, let's, let's read 1 Corinthians 15, chapter 15, um, verse 50 through 53. Now, this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of Yah. Bible says kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. So when they're talking about being raptured up, they're in their corruptible bodies. No, 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 no. When he comes, we will be ch- changed into our spiritual body. Nobody's flying. How I don't know anybody to fly man has never flown man has never flown okay beloved it is important for you to know and remember our savior yahushua who you call jesus comes back on the seventh trump why is that so important because satan comes at the sixth trump posing as our savior and it's sad to say many many christians are going to think he's Yahusha, that he's Jesus, he's the Savior, coming to rapture them away. And all he has to do, he'll come looking just like that false image of Jesus that they show, which we all know that is really the face, Leonardo Leonardo da Vinci, it's the face of Leonardo da Vinci's lover, Cesare Borgia, Borgia. A illegitimate son of pope alexander VI. i'll read that to you again because I, I i wrote it out so i wouldn't forget it which we all know i've known for a while that that face is really the face of leonardo da vinci's lover cesare borgia who is an illegitimate son of pope alexander the sixth now you know beloved you know many many popes have called themselves god and so He is the son of the Pope. So, like, the son of God. But it is documented. That is the face that is used and everybody's worshiping. And he said in Scripture, make no image of me. That is a sin. That is, I mean, it's even in the Ten Commandments. Make no image because he knew. And people were expecting that image. There is one actor who played Jesus in the Bible study. He went on TV saying, I'm so tired. Tell people I'm not Jesus. People were calling him Jesus. I mean, you know, so what? The devil don't have to, I mean, all he has to do is come looking just like Leonardo da Vinci's lover Cesare Borgia. (laughs) That's all he has to do. The son of Pope, the illegitimate son of Pope alexander the sixth let's go on and read um, thessalonians this is one people use Thessalonians one chapter 4 15 through 18 this this is what they use to pretend, uh, defend the rapture let's read 15 for this we say to you by the word of yahuwah uh, the bible says the word of the lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of yahusha bible says the lord will by no means precede those who are asleep for yahusha himself will descend bible says for the lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of yahuwah bible says of god and the dead in Yahusha, Bible says, dead in Christ, will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet Yahusha, Bible says, the Lord, in the air. And thus we shall always be with Yahuwah, Yahusha, Bible says, the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Okay. You say, we're right there, we will be caught up together in the clouds. We will meet them in the air. All right. Here we, here we go. Let's go to the word in the Greek. The word caught in the Greek tongue is the word carpazo. Carpazo. And comes from hieromai. Hieromai, <laughs> which means to take oneself, to take for oneself, or choose. I'll spell this word. Um, hireomai is H-I-R-E-O-M-A-I. Let me read that again. The word caught in the Greek tongue is the word karpazo, C-A-R-P-A-Z-O, and comes from hireomai, H-A-I-R-E-O-M-A-I, which means to take for oneself or choose, Okay. So, caught means to take for oneself or choose. And the word air in the Greek tongue is a-air. You a-air. Yeah, a-air. A-H-A-Y-R. A-air. And comes from sucho. P-S-U-C-H-O, which is comparative to uh, Pneuma, which means breath or a breeze. Air, breath or a breeze. Figuratively, figuratively, excuse me, it means spirit. So the scripture means to be chosen or Take to oneself in a spiritual body. You probably say, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting that. Okay? Let's, let's go through that again. Okay, you're saying be caught up in the clouds. The word caught in the Greek tongue is the word karpazo and comes from haereomai, which means to take for oneself or choose. The word air in the Greek tongue is a- area. Ah, ayu, yeah, and comes from sucho, which is comparative to numa, which means breath or a breeze. Figuratively, it means spirit. So the scripture means to be chosen or take to oneself in a spiritual body. Now, in the cloud, now we got the cloud. Here's another meaning for cloud: a cloud. In many cases, in the Bible, it's been used this way: a cloud is a large, dense multitude, a multitude, a throng. He's going to come in his in, in the multitude of his angels. That's who he's coming with, a multitude. Okay, and just Mark five twenty-four. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. So a cloud, a large, dense multitude. A throne. Now, of course, you know, we, we, know that the cloud is in the sky, but beloved, you know, they have many things like they use a tree. It represent uh, for um, a representation of a man and many waters is like many people, many voices, multi. So everything is, we can't take everything literal. Okay. The, the seven candlesticks or seven churches, you know, uh, uh, you know, seven stars or seven angels. There is no rapture. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I can but you know, you make your own decision. I just have to do my part. I've known this since, like I said, the, the mid-90s. Let's go to Hebrews 12.1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. The part I want to concentrate on is where wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, a multitude. Yahusha is coming. Yeah we're gonna we're meet now he'll be in the air, we're gonna come meet him. And then we're going to be changed into our spiritual body because corruptible cannot, <laughs> will, will not go to heaven. We have to be changed into our incorruptible body, but everybody's going to just fly away. That's what they're saying. You know, and he's coming with a multitude of his angels, he's coming with his entourage because he's going to rule. And the destination, beloved, is earth, not heaven. He's coming with his throne, his king, and his multitude. The destination is earth. Not to fly away to heaven. We also know from 1 Corinthians that flesh and blood cannot enter heaven. I just said that. That lets us know we have to be changed from our flesh body to a spiritual body. Let's let's read um, 1 Corinthians fifteen. We read it before. I'll read it again. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of Yah. The Bible says Kingdom of God. Neither do corruption inherit incorruption. You see, now maybe this doesn't do it for you. But check it out. If nothing else, remember this doctrine, this was start this was started by a teenage girl, an unhealthy, doesn't, I mean her health, she, an invalid teenage girl in Scotland who said she had open vision, vision and she told a priest and then it got, went to Darby and they liked it and they took it. They took it upon themselves and it was just a few people that were following this until Darby took it to the USA. It was never even known. 1800 of church history there was no no anything knowledge or writing about a rapture it was until the 19th century so I mean think about where where, you got to go where it comes from and then it's taught and then you say then it goes to when he brings it then he introduces it to Dwight L. Moody and he's the founder of the Moody Bible Institute and Moody Printing. So then he was the one to chose, he, to spread this pre-rapture theory worldwide by putting it in, his, teaching it in his Bible Institute, printing it in, book, in Bible, in books, and literature, and presidents writing books on, you know, about the rapture. So now, you know, after it's introduced in America, now people are writing novels. And you, you, know, you got it. In people say, oh, it's 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 there. It's in Chicago. They got places teaching in Chicago, and huh. I just stop because I get too, too <laughs> a little too excited. Think about it. Think about it. Does that make sense to you? We're going to fly away. And beloved, I say this. The servant is not greater than the master, right? That's what scripture says. The Savior said, where our, well, our Savior was tried and he suffered. He went through tribulation. All the apostles were tried and went through tribulation." And the disciples. Why are Christians supposed to be better than them, so they don't have to go through tribulation? And beloved, when you read, when you read Revelation, he's talking to the church. The church is still here, and he says it was. He shortened the time from five years to three and a half months for the elect sake. So if, and the elect is in the church, so if the church and the elect was gone, why would he shorten it? For the elect's sake. Does that make sense? You no, know, I'll probably do another um, a follow-up on this because there is scripture in Ezekiel. I believe it's Ezekiel 13, 16, speaks about Woe to those that teach souls to fly! Yes, just think about it. How many people have you seen fly? And now that you have it written in 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 the Bibles and in in um, literature left behind, I'll tell you it's going to be at the days of Noah. Shall I read that to you again? <laughs> It's going, let me turn back to that. Matthew, where are you? <laughs> yeah, I go Matthew 24. 37 through 39. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the son of man be. Then he goes on 2440 to 44. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Beloved, I, I assure you that taken is not good. The ones who will be taken will be worshiping the Antichrist, the instead, the fake Messiah. That's where they, they'll be taken. And when he comes back, that's when he's, when he's talking about spiritual adultery. When he comes back, they will be with another husband, thinking he's their Jesus. I want to be left behind. Remember, in the the flood, Noah, during Noah's time, they were the only ones left. They were left behind. The others were taken. All right. But, you know, this is me. I'm just giving you something to think about. You make your decision, you know, and I don't know everything, but I know what I, I... I stand by what I believe and I'm giving you things to check. I'm giving you, you know, cloud uh, means a large can also in many places in scripture means a large, dense multitude, a throng. He's coming back. Yeah. In the air with his multitude and we will meet him. He'll be in the air, in the sky. We won't. And then we will meet it. We will be changed instantly to our spiritual body to our incorruptible body the destination is earth even in revelation you see his, he's bringing his kingdom on earth so so now they had to come up with a poster of the pre-rapture before he goes and then takes the church and then he comes back there's only one return in the scripture it does not say he's coming back twice and if you believe in the rapture then you are believing twice he's coming to take the church And then he's going to take them away. And then he's coming back and bring them back to where and have his kingdom on earth. That's not in scripture. He's coming back one time. And he's coming back with his throne, with his entourage, with his kingdom to judge and to rule. And he will be, it says he will be our, in the Bible it says he will be our God and we will be his people. He will be our Yah, and we will be his people in a millennium, a thousand years. Before Satan is let loose again, people have to be tried for those who didn't, you know, because there were people that died before that didn't know about him. You didn't, you know, he's, he's fair. Everybody gets a chance. Everybody gets a chance. Hmm. What do you believe? Is it the rapture, or is it the capture? And you know, there's a scripture. I don't have it in front of me. When it talks about um, woe to those given suck, and you know, not uh, uh, like given like having babies, and and and, and um, make sure, hope you're your flight isn't in the, the winter, where they talk, they're not talking about what are those having babies, talking about giving suck. Like, in other words, you're nursing, you're taking in milk from that fake Messiah. You are now his, his infant, his babe, and you're drinking milk from him. And when it says to hope that your flight is not in the winter, it means out of season. Not the harvest time. He does everything in season. That you'll be harvested before out of season. And when the Antichrist coming comes to wrap your way, that is out of season. Make sure you're not being harvested before the harvest time. That's what he's talking about. Because wintertime is not harvest time. That's out of season. And out of season means you got the wrong one. Pray about it, beloved. Don't just believe me. And don't just believe that man or that woman is standing up in your church telling you that you're going to be raptured away. Don't worry about it. So many people, oh, come, Jesus, come. Come now so we can just leave this. Let me tell you, beloved. We're going to have to be tried because I'll tell you, Many Christians today and people in the assembly, when they're tried, they would deny him to save their life. We must be tried. He must, you must know, we must know, you know. A Many, many who say that they want to be raptured away, but let some trouble come. Let something come. Let them put a gun to your head and say, you believe in this or I'll kill you. They'll turn, they'll turn like a little mouse. Nobody's come going into the kingdom without being tried. Hello somebody. Just like every just like the savior had to be tried. He had to be tried and tested to to be fit to be our sacrifice to to pay our sin debt. The apostles, the disciples, everyone. Christians are not going to fly away and escape. Now, he's not when he's not when he sends his plagues and all that stuff, because these plagues here, what they're talking about, this is not him, this is man. It's going to be targeted at the enemy. He's not tar- going to target his own people. He loves us. But this stuff right now, they're talking about the hand of God is a is a lie from Satan. It's the hand of Satan and man. Man that's following him. They're They're imitating him. They can change the weather. They make tsunamis they make hurricanes they make floods they can manipulate the weather and then call it an act of god and as do you know beloved all the things the natural disasters that do happen that's not from the father that has happened because this is a fallen world because of man's sin when adam and kuah who's called eve when they sinned in the garden that brought brought all that. There were no natural disasters. So it's not the father, s- s- oh I'm sending a hailstone here. I'm sending this. He's not even angry. Our heavenly father is not angry. And they they want to teach that. He's not angry about what's going on here because see, he's already paid for. His son already paid for. He paid for the sins of the world. Past, present, and future. And a lot of people, they don't want to believe that. But I tell you this he's not going to die again. He's not going to bleed again. And the only way to pay for sin is by, with blood and by death. So if your sins pass, your future sins are not paid for, you're in trouble. But you see, you have to have the one who paid for the sins. You have to have him in your life. You have to be serving him. You can't. He's the only way. He's the way. That's why we can have forgiveness because He already paid for them. That's why the Father can forgive us, because then it's like when when we repent, He says, "Bam, paid in full." You didn't pay for it. Yahusha, called Jesus, paid for it. He's so wonderful. He's so wonderful. So just know, people, come on, Jesus, come on. When I'll be glad when the rapture comes so we can just fly away from it. We don't have to go through that. A bunch of weenies <laughs> we will be tried and tested if we live if we are alive when the, when the instead of Yahusha instead of Jesus come, we will be tested and remember if you forget everything, the Savior does not come into the seventh trump he comes after the false one, okay remember that, all right, beloved. I guess I gave you a whole lot to think about, huh? <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I, And forgive me, this music changed on me. I put it on um, hymns and it went from, <laughs> I was thinking some of this music is not going with what I'm talking, but maybe it's okay. Thank you for listening. You are the chosen few. And evidently you want to know the truth. So now you hear, you've heard something different, and you got something to pray about. You have a teacher that lives inside of you. It's the Set-apart Spirit that is called the Holy Spirit. In Hebrew, the Ruach Kadush, some call it Ruach Kadash. All right, thank you, beloved. I have much love for you, Yah's chosen few. Thank you for joining me here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry. Well, we try to give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about, not to make you angry, not to make you frightened, but to give you something more to think about, to give you truth maybe that you haven't heard, that you can take before the Father and pray, and he will give you the word of what to believe. Alright, thank you again, and I say to you, beloved, I love you, Ya, Yah barak you, Yah bless you, until we meet again, ya, willing, of course, shalom and shalom, peace be with you.